here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Alright everyone, welcome to this week's edition of the New Japan PuroCast, your weekly audio source for all things in the world of New Japan Pro Wrestling. My name is Colin Miller, being joined alongside, as always, Damon McDonald. It is Sunday, February 21st at the time that we are recording this, and we have got two shows to review here this weekend. We're going to talk about both of the New Japan Pro Wrestling Ring of Honor Honor Rising shows that took place this past Friday and Saturday from Corican Hall. And we are going to preview the big Ring of Honor 14th anniversary show that is coming up this coming Friday live from Las Vegas, Nevada at Sam's Town. And uh, Damon, I actually just got my carry-on together today. I just I, I, I freshly ironed my uh, Okada Too Awesome Dropkick t-shirt. That is what I'm planning on wearing on Friday night. <laughs> you're already packing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I'm, I'm, I'm pumped. Wow, you're, you're an eye-dotter and a T-crosser, Colin Miller. Yes, I am. Was one. I, here's what I'm packing. Uh, what time's the flight? 8 o'clock? Uh, probably f- maybe 4 o'clock. Maybe 4 o'clock. Uh, I'm not, I, I hate packing. Absolutely fucking loathe packing. Uh, so it's, is this clean? Smell test in the carry on. <laughs> Done. Uh, that's, that's about, a, that is about the extent of uh, my packing. So no, I, I have nothing packed. I have nothing. I don't, I haven't even, I haven't thought about it to be honest with you. You, are you, a, are you a big, like my wife's like that. She, she will pack like for a trip like weeks in advance and i'm like why aren't you going to use any of this dumb shit beforehand she's like i like to be prepared well here's the thing obviously i i I still need things for this coming week such as my electric razor and my toothbrush you know that goes without saying however um i do like to kind of um start formulating a mental list of t-shirts i want to take and you know (laughs) making sure that jeans are clean and whatnot so you wash wait 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 you wash your jeans oh yeah absolutely when was the last time you washed your jeans? I, this I is know. this is riveting radio, I'm sure for everyone. But when when was the last? Because I, I I can tell you honestly, you can't I remember. Nev- I never wash my jeans, never. Wow. I, I because they just don't feel right when they get out of the wash. And no, I never wash my jeans. And I don't think you're supposed to, are you? I've never heard anyone say that you're not supposed to wash your jeans. I mean, I mean, I want to say not wash, but then there's like it's not like a T-shirt where you wear it, you stink it the fuck up, and then you, you obviously 
got to launder it. I don't wash my jeans like every day, but at at, at least once a week. Really? Nah, fuck that, dude. You're nah. I never. No, I I and and no. Once every two weeks. How about that? Probably not. Nope. Wow. No, it's been. (laughs) I don't want to get a whiff of them. They're not. It's but they're jeans. Like I don't know. Does that matter? I think so. Like a decent pair of jeans. Are you buying like fucking Walmart Wranglers? Are you wearing tough skins? No. <laughs> Are you wearing... no. All right. I mean, it's like a decent pair of jeans. I don't think you should be. No one cares about it. Literally, people are like two minute advance, two minute advance. But, you know, it's. I know. I never fucking wash my jeans. I, I can't say never, but like, not. It's not something that. No, I don't. Well, I, anyway, I, I, I'm I starting to get my no, stuff together. I, I gotta know. I gotta know about this. You, you iron your t-shirts? Just throw um, them in the fucking dryer. You see, here's the thing, though. If you throw them in the dryer, then they run the risk of shrinking, and I don't want that to happen. Okay, but you're, Do you but, know about like, shrinkage, Damon? Come on. No, not me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but you just throw them in the fucking dude. Like, you went to college, right? Yes, I did. And you went away, right? You lived in a dorm. Not a dorm. I lived in like an apartment. Okay, but it was off, you know, campus housing. But you were there. Sure. Like you don't, you don't know the fucking tricks of the trade. When it, you throw the fucking clothes in the dryer. Yeah, five but then minutes. they shrink. Like a, no, they don't. Five minutes with a wet, like a like a little damp rag. I prefer not to dry my t-shirts. I, like I the hate dis- iron. Fucking, there's nothing worse than fucking iron. I will go out of my way to not iron. Dude, you're ironing t-shirts. Well, never. Just that, this I, one never. because it was wrinkled. Never, never. I don't think I've ever ironed a T-shirt in my entire fucking life. I think that you're analyzing my habits a little bit too in depth, I, and, I, and it's kind of freaking me out. You're freaking me out. You're ironing T-shirts. They're T-shirts. I've never ironed a T-shirt. I'll iron a dress shirt, sure, of course, like, uh, of course. But here's the thing: even then, I won't even. I, I'll dry clean everything. I'll throw everything. I'll take everything to the fucking dry cleaner. I I hate doing. Well, obviously, it sounds like I, I do hate doing laundry, but I do do wash. All right, so we know that Colin washes his jeans, irons his T-shirt. Like, are you ironing anything else? You're not, you're not shirts. Like, do you iron jeans? You don't iron your jeans. No, do I don't you? iron my jeans. All right, all right, just making sure. I can't believe that we are talking about my <laughs> laundering habits. I I find it very odd. I I this is gonna be an odd trip. We're gonna learn a lot about each other. This is gonna be this is gonna be uh, this is gonna be weird. Yeah, well, I, I, as we uh, made Gene it known, Watson. as we made it known last week, I believe um, this will only be the third time that you and I have actually laid eyes on each other in the flesh, in a sexual. <laughs> yes, <laughs> with, with with longing eyes. Obviously, I cannot. I'm sorry, I cannot get over the fact that you fucking iron your your t-shirts and. You're, you're religiously washing your jeans. I don't like I, iron my t-shirts and religiously wash my jeans. You know, just sometimes if... You wash I, them more than you should be washing. I don't well, know. I think it's a matter of preference. I mean, I mean, again, dress pants and khakis. Yeah, I get it. I don't know. Jeans? Nah. All right. All right. No one gives a fuck. Everyone's tuning out. Boom. We, we, we said before this was going to be a weird show. Like we just felt like it was going to be a fucking odd show. Yeah, something's in the air today. I don't know. I think I said it was a bee in my bonnet. <laughs> you did, and that 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 is a great saying that I I would like to see come back in 2016. So I, I don't. Want I to think we should come. bring it back. I don't. I don't want that. 
not be in my bonnet. Hey, Too Sweet and Suck It are as popular as ever, and we thought yeah. they were dead in the 90s. So Yeah, it comes back as a catchphrase. You put a bee in my bonnet. <laughs> I'm sure Vince will be all over that. He would. He he loves that shit. Anyway. Vince stinks. Uh, so here we go. we got to talk about these two honor rising shows that took place on Friday and Saturday. And Damon, what just give me um, your overall thoughts of both shows before we do the match by match discussion here. Um, and again, this might be the bee in my bonnet, Colin, but uh, I thought, well, here's the thing. Lots of stuff happened, right? A lot of, a lot of interesting, cool, fun stuff happened. Indeed. But I think the show quality, top to bottom, was okay. Um, I think they were easy, digestible shows. Um, I don't think they were great shows. I think a lot. I think both of the shows undercards were pretty easy peasy pro wrestling stuff. Um, comedy stuff. Um, not a lot of stuff that you're going to go back and watch and sink your teeth into and talk about when it comes end of the year and you're going through your match of the year stuff. Not a lot. Not a lot of that. Not a lot of good stuff. You know, a lot of stuff that was just there. And I found myself kind of zoning out through, through some of it. Was it easy to watch? Yeah. Yeah. You know, when I was watching it, I was kind of feeling that it was almost a tribute to american pro wrestling you know what i mean it was like if wrestlers were going to do a tribute to pro wrestling show it would be this show not so much as as like fantastica mania was to say lucha but it felt to me like this was a tribute to pro wrestling american pro wrestling show is is the is the is the taste that i had in my mouth when i turned these shows off i agree with you i mean like you said these certainly were um easy to watch um digestible shows i think both of them um only clocked in at about uh an hour and a half and that is including an intermission as well um which i i don't necessarily have a problem with that i don't need um every pro wrestling show that i watch to be three hours plus you know sometimes i like a good two and a half hour pro wrestling show mm. um with, with that being said though um you're right i don't think that these were great shows they were fun though and there was good stuff on them i definitely don't think that they were on par with um let's say those roh njpw war of the world shows that that we saw in uh 2014 2015 from new york and philly i definitely don't think that they were in the same league as them but a lot did go on there was a lot of interesting things that happened in many of the matches and i i, I had fun with them you know that, that that's that's really my general consensus i had fun with them they weren't great but um there there were some uh some diamonds in the rough here that we're going to talk about there were there were some great matches let's not let's not you know lose our 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 place here and and think that there wasn't there absolutely were great matches um they you know they were the usually each show's top two matches um what did you like better and this might be a a a, a head scratcher for you which one did you like better did you like the fantastic mania shows or did you like these roa shows better I think that I like the ROH shows better, but only because I was familiar with that landscape and it was sort of like a comfort zone for me, whereas with 
the CMLL stuff, a lot of that kind of went over my head. And I think it's just because, you know, um, it was sort of like a, a stranger in a strange land kind of thing. Um, I just wasn't as familiar with those wrestlers and that style of wrestling that a lot of it was kind of lost on me. Whereas, you know, obviously I'm an, I'm an ROH fan. You know, both of us are. I, 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 I'm familiar with all these wrestlers and uh, I always like to see them tangle up with the stars of New Japan. So yeah, I'm going to say that I enjoyed these Honor Rising shows more than Fantastica Mania. I, um, I think I enjoyed Fantastica Mania better or more. I knew you I, were going to say that, actually. I really felt, I, I, I just, I think top to bottom, I think the shows were better. Um, and again, lots of cool stuff happened on these shows, and we're going to dig deeper into them. But, uh, you know, from, from if I were going to go match my match, I, I think I enjoyed more, more of the Fantastic Mania stuff than I did the ROH stuff. Um, again, nothing was offensive, and nothing was, was shit that, that, that where I was hand waving it and just like rolling my eyes and thinking, oh, this fucking sucks. Oh, none of that was that. It was like I said, I, the, the way I felt like it was, it was like a tribute to American pro wrestling. And some of the stuff I, I enjoy, some of the stuff I, I definitely didn't. It wasn't for me. And that's not to say it was bad. It just wasn't something that that you know e I I can easily kind of kind of like what you said with Fantastic Mania. You know, some of the stuff with the ROH stuff. Uh, and, and the honor rising shows, it was just stuff that wasn't meant for me. So it was hard for me to kind of be like, you know, okay, I'm, I'm all in with this. Um, and maybe that's because I'm very, I am somewhat, I don't want to say I'm pigeonholed in the stuff that I like. Like I can appreciate a lot of different things, but there's, there is a certain kind of thing out there that I like. And, it, and it's hard for me to kind of gravitate to that, gravitate away from that. And that's with everything, really, movies, music, whatever. Um, but but yet I still appreciate what they're doing, if that makes any sense. Um, okay, yeah, I kind of knew you, you would kind of like the ROH stuff maybe a little bit more. And again, there's good stuff with the ROH stuff, but um, I think overall Fantastic Mania beats it. But okay, let's, let's, let's jump in. Okay, so let's start with the first show from Friday, February 19th. And this one kicked off with Dalton Castle and Ryusuke Taguchi taking on Jushin Thunder Liger and Matt Seidel. Now, Damon, I have a question for you. So, Dalton Castle, I <laughs> I love this gimmick. I love this guy. So, he comes out with the boys. Now, here's my question. I want to know like how much the boys make because it seems like li literally their only job is to like work out, eat right, and you know come out half naked and fan down I, Dalton. Ca like like how much are they banking? Do you think? Zilcho. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if they if, if they walk out of that building with more than twenty bucks, uh, I'm I'd be shocked. Um, it wasn't the same. You know, th listen, they're not flying over the Ring of Honor, young. You know. I don't want to say young boys, Ring of Honor boys, right? For that, they were they were different guys, right? Um, uh, you, you know, let's let's kick it off. Let's get right into it. This is a perfect example of something that's just not for me. Like Dalton Castle is just not my thing, right? I, I it's just not. Yeah, and he, and here's the thing, he ex is exactly what I was saying before. Not my thing. But he is tremendous at what he does, right? And that, but it, and that kind of stuff is always going to 
you know, never, it's never going to make a connection with me. It's never, it's not ever going to be my thing, but he, he's for someone else. And, and I love the fact that he is even on these shows. I think it's honestly cool that there's a guy like Dalton Castle on a new Japan show because it's so different from what I do like that I'm almost positive that people are going to like it and be into it because it is such an opposite thing that I enjoy. It, it, you know, it, terrible music analogy, but he's like country music to me. Right? I know people like it, obviously, right? I know people dig it. It's it's massive. It's it's super popular. I'm never gonna like country music. I can appreciate the fact that they sell out stadiums and there's artists that are very popular and and are and are are, are current and you know win awards and sell records and you know it's it's a it's a it's a thing. I get it. It's not my thing. But I definitely can appreciate the fact that a Dalton Castle is on this show because I know that there are people that absolutely dig him. Speaking of uh, music analogies, you know who Dalton Castle reminds me of? He reminds me of the lead singer from a band. I don't know if you ever heard of these guys. They're called Foxy Shazam. <laughs> no, I've never heard of Foxy Shazam, but I will have to Google Foxy Shazam to uh, to get a t- taste of, of who you're talking. Definitely about. check out Foxy Shazam. They're very um, Queen esque. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he looks. You know, I I think it's the mustache. He looks yeah. uh, strikingly similar to their lead singer Eric. But um, yeah, he looks like he should be in like a fucking Boston cover band. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, you know, absolutely. I mean, that's that's the, that's that's the look he's going for and he nails it um i will say this too um uh, matt seidel was incredibly out of place in this match right um and when liger does his dalton castle imitation you know i i don't know it, it kind of reminds me of like when like your grandfather tries to rap <laughs> you know it's like it's equal parts hilarious and equal parts cringy you know and when when liger does his strike a pose we'll call it um it's it's uh oddly hilarious oddly hilarious um the match was there it was an opening match there's so much comedy i don't know if you know i don't know if the fans in corkin totally got dalton castle i think there 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 was an appreciation there somewhat or more of a oh my god this guy is out of his fucking mind bonkers um I don't know. I don't know if, if the subtleties of Dalton Castle were there uh, with the crowd. And match was meh. I right? think that he would do really well in front of a DDT crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, I think it's it's so foreign to me the appreciation of a Dalton Castle, and like it's so outside of my wheelhouse that it makes me think, you know. <laughs> If if uh, you know if I don't like it, I'm sure other people do. Is the way I kind of think of it. You know, if 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 I'm kind of like, oh, what the fuck is this? I'm sure people love it. That's that's my that's the way I see it. And people do. People love the gimmick. And and um, yeah, it's just uh, it's not for me. So Damon, you're telling me that if we're at this 14th anniversary show next Friday and we get an offer, they pull us aside and, and they say, Hey, we want the two of you to be the boys for the night. You're not going to take them up on that offer. 
I thought I thought that was part of the deal of us getting comped. <laughs> we, we have to ask I, Kevin Kelly about that one. I think I thought that, that was part of the deal. Uh, uh, okay, well, listen. Um, no, I, I I don't think anybody. I'm down. Wants, I don't think anybody wants to see me as a boy. <laughs> I don't think anyone. I don't even think my wife would want to see this. Uh, no. Um, uh, All right. You know, Just match, check. Match was. What it was, right? Yep, Seidel hits the uh, beautiful shooting star press on Dalton Castle for the win. Yeah, this 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 was a fine opening match. It was there, you know. Uh, Taguchi and Liger got their comedy spots in, and yeah, it was it was good fun. I had no problem with it. Yeah, it was all comedy. It, it, yeah. It, yeah. Okay, good. All right. There you go. So we move on to the battle of the bookers here. Ghetto taking on Delirious. What should we say about this match, Damon? Well, here's the thing. This was um, easy peasy pro wrestling 101, right? This was let's do as little as possible and, and get as much as we can out of it, right? Which is, you know, two guys who, who can absolutely do that, right? They they know how to make that happen. And this is eerily similar to the match that they had uh, in Philadelphia. It was the same match. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, Delirious exhausts me watching his fucking gimmick. Like, I'm out of breath. Like, it's got to be just exhausting being that gimmick. Like, the constant running around the ringside and running around and flipping and flopping and flooping. And it's, 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 tiring watching him he makes me he makes me very tired watching yeah so basically we saw um delirious uh roll up ghetto for the pinfall and that's all there was to it really no i mean i don't think anybody's sitting here looking for a hot take and and trying to find the uh, the nugget that, that that is delirious and ghetto. There are no nuggets here, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. There, there are no nuggets. Uh, but yeah, like I said, it's here's the thing too. I'm very happy when people get to live out dreams, right? So delirious was in Japan before, but I don't, I do not believe Dalton Castle was ever in Japan, um, and I'm honestly not 100 percent sure if delirious uh, had wrestled in Cork and Hall. Um, my understanding that Dalton Castle had not. So again, these are things that that as weird as it may sound, there are these are check boxes for a lot of guys that wrestle in the business. Um, I don't know where they would wrestle outside the business, <laughs> but for those people that are in the business, uh, it is you know you know it and people can laugh at it, but it, it it's it is it is it is a a a goal of a lot of people to wrestle in that building, and and I'm all for it. And this is another example of Delirious getting to, you know, Delirious doesn't wrestle on every show, on every Ring of Honor show, but he's going to wrestle Ghetto at these shows, and I'm all for it. Fine. You know, totally down with it. Um, it, Nothing that you're going to go out of your way to watch, guys. Um, Like I said, if you saw the Philly show, the Philly match, you, you saw this. It was basically the same thing. Oh, and another thing, too. I had a little note here. And it fucking skeeves me out when he does it. Oh, God. I can't think of anything more gross. Is um, when Delirious will bite the ring ropes. Yeah. Think about all of the bacteria that is just laid in there. I'm not a germ guy. I'm not a guy who's, like, got the the hand sanitizer. I'm not that guy. 
obviously, because I don't apparently don't. I'm I'm weird for not washing my fucking jeans. <laughs> You're gonna find out that I am that guy pretty soon, my friend. I, I listen. I think it, it all it all adds up. The, the, the Colin Miller picture is all coming through. Um, no, no, uh, that that just skeeves me out. When he did that, I was like, oh god, fucking stop doing that. How about that fan that went all out and dressed up as Delirious? That's some hardcore dedication right there. There's, 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 you know what I say? There's, you know, there's, there's a person for every person, you know. Well, there's, there's a delirious fan out there. There's, there, there are, there are fans of things that I would be like, why? Think about that. He took the time and the energy to put together his very own delirious costume, and he wore it to Corican Hall in support of Delirious. I find that fascinating. I find it awesome, actually. I find it really awesome that there are that that that. Hey, look, he's a fan. Um, I actually saw online, I, I, um, I think it was Ring of Honor's Twitter feed. Um, they were tweeting pictures from their uh, the, the fan club. So the fan club always gets to get, go in early uh, to New Japan shows. So you pay like 75 bucks. You get access to tickets and meet and greets and shit like that. So they took pictures. Um, and there was a guy who drew pictures, like cartoony picture kind of things. Uh, of a lot of the guys, so the Briscoes had theirs, and um, Delirious had one too. So caricatures you know, that, you're talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Um, they, they were really actually kind of cool, but yeah, there's people that took the time to do a picture of Delirious. You know, that's awesome to me. That's awesome to me. So good for them. Match sucked. <laughs> Yep, nothing more needs to be said. So we move on to our next match here. Frankie Kazarian taking on Kushida. Now, of course, Kazarian was replacing Adam Cole here, who could not make the trip. And nothing against Kazarian. I think that he is a solid in-ring competitor. However, if, if this was Adam Cole, I think that there is a good chance that this could have been the match of the weekend. However, with that being said, I think that Kazarian did a good job here. Um, him and Kushida had a nice little back and forth match. Kushida wins with the hoverboard lock. And yeah, what'd you think of this match? Didn't click with me. It didn't, it didn't, there was something that was not there. Um, it was just okay. You know, it, I, it was weird. It not, it, it wasn't just okay. It felt to me a little bit below. Okay. It was, you know, strangely awkward. It was like Kazarian is not a junior, right? The, 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 and, and not to say that Adam Cole is either, but it just that that was a weird thing out of the gate for me first. Um, it just didn't click, and I tried, you know, multiple times, but I just found myself not focused on watching the match. Like it, 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 it had there was nothing that was br bringing me to the table, right? Uh, and and I know when, when I don't like a match because I start drifting away from it, right? I start going back on the phone or I start looking at other things. And, and, there, and there were plenty of times where I was like, oh, my God, I got I to continue to watch this match, and it's not doing anything for me. And it felt like, I don't want to say torturous, but it felt like, like, a, like it felt like I had to watch this match. And I, and you know, halfway through it, I'm like, oh, I wish this fucking thing would end. You know what I mean? And I that's almost not good. wish that um, instead of Kazarian as Adam Cole's replacement, they would have sent over Christopher Daniels because I think that him and Kushida could have had a really nice chemistry together. Yeah, maybe it was a chemistry thing. Maybe it was a, you know, a style thing. I, it just didn't work for me, Colin. I like, and, and and here's the thing: I don't mind Kazarian. I like, I don't, I don't have a problem with Kazarian. No, he's solid, right? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, 
I, but I just don't think this match did him any favors. Like, and there was just, I don't know. It, 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 it didn't have it for me. And I know that I'm being, I'm speaking in like vagueness because I can't really, like, I can't find any fault with the work. It just, it just, the pairing didn't fit well with me. It was, you know, salty and, well, that's a bad example because I do like a salty and sweet. <laughs> uh, I don't know, it, it, like Kazarian, something wasn't connecting with me it, with this match. Um, and, and I don't have, I, you know me, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a big Kushida guy. Uh, I'm not so much a Kazarian guy, but I don't have a problem with him. It's, You're not it's a Kaz a, guy? I'm not a Kaz. Is that what he says? Uh, that that, because, that, that was that his name in TNA, Kaz. Well, <laughs> <laughs> not to be confused with Taz. Right. A lot of asses. Everybody's asses. Is there a maz? Um, nah, I, I'm sorry This that this... This 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 just didn't hit with me. This didn't connect with me. Yeah, it's certainly not a match that I'm gonna go back and watch. But you know, it was there. Decent match. Okay, Kushida gets the win, and there we go. Now, when you say decent match, do you think um, what was the best match so far? Oh, the like, best match. At, really? So far, uh, no, 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 no. Um, the best match so far out of all yeah. the matches that we reviewed, honestly, <laughs> Dalton Castle yeah. and Taguchi versus Liger and Seidel. I kind of like that one a little bit more, yeah. and, and and that's. I agree. <laughs> yeah, okay, we're on the same page. We're on the same page because this match, it just wasn't happening for me. Yeah. So our next match here featured the team of Tomoaki Honma, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Michael Elgin, and Moose taking on Tamatanga, Badlock Fale, Yujiro Takahashi and Cody Hall. Uh, before we even talk about the match, um, let's just get it right out there. Michael Elgin inks a two-year deal with New Japan Pro Wrestling. How about it? Yeah, how about that? So um, I went to NXT in Philadelphia, and I was there with our good friend Eric, and um, we uh, we were getting word as it was, as it was happening. So um, we knew about this Thursday night, I actually texted Colin Miller to let him know that the the, uh, the deal was happening. I don't know if the ink was necessarily dry as of Thursday night, but uh, we did receive word uh, directly from Mike that, uh, yeah, it was happening. So we were super happy for him. Uh, we knew it was a two-year deal. Um, I, I, I have the figures, but I'm not going to share the, the figures because that would be rude. Um so, but it is a two-year deal, and uh, what I can say is that the contract um, technically begins in April, from what I understand. So uh, April is the, the, the official start of this two-year deal. So like invasion um, attack. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but you know, that this is listen. I know for a fact that this is this is what he wanted, um, and you know, he he was, you know, I think he weighed every one of his options and again we he considered the fact that you know he has a young family a wife a child so um he loves it there too he absolutely loves it there you know every everything that i've heard um has been just nothing but how much he really enjoys his time there and 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 i think the fans have taken to him more than just about anybody else uh from you know in this three-year span uh, from you know a, a foreigner coming over, and he loves it. Um, and I will say this as well: that he has a meeting uh, in the next few days, weeks, we'll say, 
Um, we'll just call it a U.S.-based uh, wrestling promotion. So I think his uh, U.S. obligations will be tied up as well. So I think that will be buttoned up very, very soon. Um, I think we can all kind of speculate on who that U.S. promotion is. But I won't name them by names. But I think that should be buttoned up as well. So he's feeling very confident there as well. So um, that meeting will take place sometime uh, in the next couple of days, maybe a week or so. So, you know, things are looking up from Big Mike. Good for him. You know, things are finally working out from, uh, you know, what, what he feels is a, a good thing for him and his family. So uh, thumbs up all the way. Two-year deal, New Japan, and, and probably more to come um, very soon. So he'll be set, ready to go. Uh, we don't have to worry about uh, him going off uh, to Florida or going elsewhere. I think, uh, I think all these things are uh, coming along real nice. And uh, I think everybody here listening to this show is going to be happy with the end results. Yeah, this is very, uh, very exciting times in the life of Michael Elgin. And I think that this is an extremely intelligent decision on his part because, you know, he's going to sign this New Japan deal. He's going to go over there. He's going to become a big star make decent, good money, I would assume, you know, save that, put that in the bank, and as a result of uh, his time in Japan, he is going to become a uh, uh, an even a brighter star in case, you know, uh, someday down the line he uh, decides to uh, go to New York, shall we say. So, yeah, I think that this is right now um, for his his current uh, position. This is a very intelligent decision to make. I'm going to, I'm going to read you a direct quote from a text that I received um, from a person that I was talking to about this situation because I ask, and that's another thing. Uh, you know, I'm not going to get into a little rant, but you know, I could have gone out there on Twitter and fired away. Uh, you know, Michael Elgin signs, blah, 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 you know, just to kind of give the pure cast a little bump. And, you know, I didn't because I was asked not to. Right. You're a decent person, Damon. I am a decent person. I'm a kind hearted soul. Um, but I just think that's right. You know what I mean? Like, like I always ask. And, and again, I might I might know stuff that I hold back, you know, just because I'm sitting in front of a microphone that, that that's to me. It doesn't know. give you license to just spew, you know, all of these uh, hate private... diatribes on <laughs> Doc Ellis. It does give you right. Well, yeah, it gives so, you the right to do that. <laughs> no, um, but again, uh, so this is a direct quote. Um, and again, uh, I'll read it here. Uh, also, because I asked, I say, hey, can I talk about this? Because we're going to be recording today. Um, and what can I talk about? What can I talk about? Um, because here's the thing I'm not, this is not a news podcast. You know what I mean? This is two guys sitting in front of a microphone talking about new Japan pro wrestling. We're not, we're not scoops, you know, but You're if scoops, I have, but <laughs> uh, I'm thinking of hoops. I'm hoops. McDonald. <laughs> I play a lot of basketball. I don't play any basketball. Um, I did buy NBA 2k. Wow. What did I buy for my PlayStation? Um, I got like a handful of like, like out of date sports games for like 99 cents at GameStop. It was great. I got everyone. I like NBA like, Jam for Super NES. NBA Jams is great. He's on fire. Um, okay, sorry. Let me read this. Um, also, and this is the, the quote. Also, okay to mention that New Japan has said they have big plans for him. Excellent. So, so that kind of ties up in a nice little bow. Your thought of you know this is this is a great decision on his part. 
it, it, it uh, satisfies both the, the fan of New Japan and, you know, his wallet. Well, again, uh, and again, okay to mention that New Japan has said they have big plans for him. So, it, again, it is pro wrestling, mind you, right? So, you know, I'm sure Vince has told, you know, everybody from fucking AJ to whomever that, yeah, you're getting a belt at me. <laughs> um you know, this is a this is a good sign for Mike. So good for him. Um, there's your there's your up to date contract situation, contract talk from for uh, Big Mike. Very cool. And just a side note, if it was up to me and I was uh, uh, booking, AJ would have won the title at the Rumble. So I just <laughs> wanted to throw that out there. Well, you know what? Let's get into this right now. Um, if if you don't, you know, maybe I'll hold off. But just re- just just here when we get to Omega, I want you to just mention Rocket. The Rocket Pack, all right? You know what? I'm going to fucking do it now because I'm going to forget. I know it. Here's my point. How about this fucking push that they, that New Japan, speaking of, you know, big things and big plans, how about this fucking push and this Rocket Pack that they have strapped on to Kenny Omega? They're doing exactly what they need to do with them. It's great. You're, you're telling me. You're telling me. You got that goofball. At WWE, that's taken two years to get over Roman Reigns and still hasn't done it. He never still will. He hasn't fucking come close. It ain't going to happen. It hasn't come close, Colin. And here's how you fucking build a superstar. You look at the laundry list of, 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 the, of the shit that Kenny Omega has done since the beginning of the year to get him to the level that he needs to be at. This motherfucker is a star right now. And to me, is the most exciting thing in pro wrestling today. The most exciting thing in pro wrestling today. And I sat here, my dopey ass sat here months ago saying, I don't know about that Kenny Omega. He's really polarizing. Guess what? But I did say this too. I did say that if they, if he, if they took him seriously, you know, in less shtick, even though he's still doing some shtick, but it's awesome shtick. Um, I would like him more. I fucking, let me go on record right now. This fucking run that Kenny Omega is on, New Japan is doing an awesome goddamn job with it, right? This is how you push a wrestler. And I'm loving Kenny Omega. Let's go through the laundry list, if you don't mind. Well, you want, you, no, I just want to, just, let me just, he destroys and pins Nakamura. Shinsuke Nakamura, yes, he pins Nakamura. Dest- and destroys him. Right? Destroys him. Right. He doesn't get the pinfall win. Okay, we all know that. But okay, in hindsight, that might have even been better. He destroys AJ. Right? Destroys him. Becomes the leader of the Bullet Club. Destroys Tanahashi. Then, in the match, which was fucking great, beats Tanahashi for the number two belt. Then all the stuff that happens here on this ring of these Ring of Honor uh, joint shows, which we're gonna get to in a moment. Yeah. But before we do that, let's just very briefly. Uh, I I, w- I want to get your thoughts on this eight man tag match here. I know, I know we've already ventured into Kenny Omega land, and I have a lot to say about that as well. Um, but this eight man tag here, how about uh, Moose? He was quite over with this Corrigan Hall crowd. I, I mean. <laughs> They enjoyed doing the moose. Okay, does that mean he was quite uh, like? I don't. Yeah, know. it does. It means he was over. I, I, th- I think my definition of being over 
and other people's definition of being over are somewhat uh, I'm, listen, were they doing the moose chants? Absolutely. You know, it wasn't like they were going fucking berserko here. This wasn't Chagusa Nagayo here, right? This wasn't Hogan 1980, right? It was oh, over. They were doing the moose chant, right? That's not that's over. Now, I will say this about moose. I will say this. They have big, they want moose to be a star. Oh, yeah. And they they would they they got a boner for Moose. They are hoping and praying that Moose improves at the pace that he had. And listen, Moose has improved tremendously, right? He has. He has improved tremendously because let's be honest here. You know, there's nowhere to go but up, right? He's a, he's a rookie. He's a, you know he's 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 new to the business, the but business, right? But he absolutely has improved. So let me let me just make that point perfectly clear. Right, he's a big athletic guy. I mean, he does some very impressive things in the ring. Like I love that spot where he just leaps to the top turnbuckle and does that uh, flying crossbody, and he has a beautiful drop kick. Yeah, I mean, look, Moose is athletic. Um, he's he's everything that New Japan would want in in a pro wrestler from a size perspective, and he has charisma, and he's got a nice little look, and um, you know, not to make the obvious comparison, but you know, it, it, to me, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a Bob Sapp kind of situation where he might not have a lot of ring talent, but they, they kind of see him as a guy that they can, you know, if, if he improves and continues to improve in the way that he has, um, they, they really, let's put it this way. They really want him to improve Colin. They like they nothing would make them happier. Uh, and I've heard it from two different people to say saying that um, he's got a future with New Japan if if he continues in this in this uh, path that he is on. And here's another thing. You know, and it kind of, you know, it, it makes sense. This Las Vegas show, this, this takes on a whole whole other level for for Moose with this Okada, Okada match. Yeah, Moose is going to be facing the IWGP heavyweight champion. And, you know, it's funny you should make the Bob Sapp comparison because I was kind of thinking that as I was watching this match. I mean, here's a big, athletic, impressive-looking dude who uh, maybe isn't the best wrestler in the world right now, but, you know, he's um, impressive to watch, and he has improved tremendously over the past couple of years. And you're right. I think that if he continues to uh, grow and improve his skill set, I think some big things are in store for him. And let me just talk about one other uh, move in his arsenal here. You know, the spear, I feel, uh, nowadays is ha- has become almost as bastardized as the super kick has in that everybody and their mother does the spear and the super kick. I will say, though, that his spear is my favorite spear in the business right now, bar well, none. It, it makes sense what he has a football background, right? Um, what else would he be doing? You know, it just makes perfect sense. Um, now, I will say this, that while we're, you know, we're all, I was about to say we're all stroking our moose here. We're in, <laughs> we're in moose uh, land. Yeah. Um, let's, let's, um, one, uh, there was a, there was, there were times in this match where things could have fallen apart real fucking easily, right? Moose still needs somebody to kind of hold his hand a little bit through these matches, right? And when it was Moose and Cody Hall in the ring at the same time, 
boy, oh boy. It was like somebody pulled the string on the sweater, right? Things were unraveling quickly, right? Uh, and again, these are two guys that shouldn't be in the ring together for an extended period of time, right? They're fucking new. I get that. But somebody somebody, somebody lost track of this match somewhere because these two should not have been in the ring together alone. Um you know, it's kind of like leaving your kids. You know, I'm just going to the market. And you come back and there's fucking flour and sugar and you know, milk everywhere in the kitchen. Um, that was a the bad market. idea. <laughs> what? what? Did I say? The market. I love that. The market. Where else are you going? Oh, yeah. No, the, the, the farmer's market. Um, yeah. I like fresh produce, Colin. Same here. Right. No, same here. Right. It just All sounded right. funny coming out of you for some reason. Really? I, what? I don't go food shopping? <laughs> Look at me. I go food shopping. Very well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, Moose pins Cody Hall with his impressive spear. And that, Hot. <laughs> <laughs> that is the end of that. His impressive spear. Uh, <laughs> it is impressive, is it not? Sorry, my, maybe my mind's going wandering off into a dirty land. It really is. When somebody talks about an impressive spear, it's not pro wrestling I'm thinking of. Um, yes, yeah, look, I, I think... Look, he's getting the rub here with Tani, Tanahashi, Tani, like I know him, Tanahashi and Elgin. Hey, Tani. Get all Tani. What are you doing tonight? <laughs> I'm bringing him up when we're in Vegas. Um, Fale, Tonga, Hall, Takahashi, and I, I, you know, it's hard to me for me to, to get excited about that. But uh, I thought the match was, I thought this was a good match. I thought this was okay. Yeah, so moving on to the next match here. This is a six-man tag featuring the elite Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks taking on Katsuyori Shibata and Red Dragon. Before we even talk about this match, Damon, did you see the press conference that the elite held on Friday? I, you know, I saw I saw a little bit of it. I, I, I can't lie and sit here and be like, yeah, it was great. I didn't see all of it, but... Um, I heard I've heard wonderful things, but I did see the old, uh, you know, Oak, or, uh, Omega going to sleep and uh, Young Bucks under the bed and the good night. I thought that was pretty funny. I didn't see the, the press conference. Give me give me the Reader's Digest. OK, so if you did not see the press conference, definitely go and check this out. Basically, uh, Omega and the Young Bucks are sitting at a table and they have um, piped in uh, camera sounds, you know, like there's all these cameras around them that are the flashbulbs. Yeah, the, yeah, exactly. The flashbulbs. And they start off by apologizing, apologizing for their actions in Niigata. And then basically all of a sudden, Omega just breaks into song and starts singing Raise Your Glass by Pink. And him and the Young Bucks do the greatest karaoke performance that has ever been caught on film. Wow. See, I don't know that song, so that would probably go over my head. I didn't know that was a Katy Perry song that he did in the ring, too, by the way. Teenage I, Dream. Oh, my no. God. I can't believe that, I, that we didn't talk about that last week on the PuroCast. That was... Probably the single greatest moment in the history of professional wrestling. Wow! When when when, when Kenny Omega went <laughs> started singing "Teenage Dream" by Katy Perry. I I didn't know the song. I I, I promise you, I, I had wow. no idea what he was singing. No no idea. I mean, I thought it was. I, I thought the whole interview or the whole post match thing was fine and great, but I don't. I I trust me. I had no idea what that was a Katy Perry song. As a matter of fact, I think it was my wife who would like had said, "Why is he singing Katy Perry?" And I was like, "Is that what that is?" He's just yeah. I was like, All right. I had no idea. Um, Get your heart racing in my skin tight jeans. Be your teenage dream tonight. <laughs> Let me put your hands 
God, keep going. No, <laughs> keep going. You're, this is in great. Skin tight jeans. Be your what teenage dream put, tonight. Put your what in the put what? Put your hands on me in my okay. skin tight jeans. Be okay. your teenage dream tonight. Okay, that's that's weird, isn't it? <laughs> that's weird that somebody. Well, not, not 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 when Katy Perry's singing it. Okay, I don't. I, but I think it's more weird when she's singing it. She's saying, "I'll be your teenage dream tonight." Yeah, she's singing it. Yes. she's not a teenager. Right, and so she's saying, "I'm going to like." Isn't that weird? Like, just go listen to the song on Spotify, Dave. I will and, never and listen to it. <laughs> it will hey. never be in my Spotify history. <laughs> never. Um. Okay, so uh, we a- are on Kenny Omega uh, doing a wonderful job once again. And again, my point of destroying Nakamura, destroying AJ, uh, becoming the leader of the Bullet Club, destroying Tanahashi. And here's the yep. thing that frustrates me, though. Do you, do you know how easy that, like, it wasn't rocket science to get him to that level. Do you see how easily and quick they did it and how it worked? Yeah, yeah, I absolutely did. But it, but My God. What's what's shocking is that somebody actually did it. You know what I mean? Like somebody actually said, "Okay, this is what we need to do. We're in some dire straits." And again, maybe this would have happened before. You know, everybody has said that, uh, us included, that you know the idea of Kenny Omega staying a junior and not making that next leap, uh, a la Ibushi, um, would be silly, right? Everybody, we were all everybody's on the same page, and and maybe they just fast forwarded those plans to now but you know i think the most surprising part that that of this whole thing is that they're actually doing it and they they're actually making it happen yeah it's easy but you know politics gets in the way and 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 people's perceptions of what a wrestler is and who they want to lead their company or you know all those things get in the way they 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 fucking you got to give new japan all the credit in the world in the sense of they knew they had to do it and whether it was in the plans before or they still did it, and and my that's my, what I'm saying. My, my ten gallon hat is tipped to them. <laughs> Other Western promotions take note of, of of how easy it was to to get somebody over and yeah. and turn them into a star. I mean, think about it. January fourth, Kenny Omega was the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion, defending it against Kushida. Now, February twenty first, he is the Intercontinental Champion, which right now, in my opinion, is the hottest belt that New Japan has, and he's one of their big four, just in the span of a little over a month. C- come on, it's it's not rocket science. And, and, and here's the thing, too. We all knew that Kenny Omega can have great matches. Um, this gives him, by giving him this title, it really, because he has to, he has to deliver in big spots now, right? Because he's number two. He can't have silly comedy matches all the time, right? He's got to really up his game and and be the best Kenny Omega he can be um, when it comes to in ring because you know there's only so much shenanigans that that that, that, that crowd's going to take and and the fan base is going to take. So you're going to see the best Kenny Omega, which is fucking great. And here's another thing, Colin: the young bucks, the young bucks have even found a way to take advantage of this and it, and it feels like they've upped their game they don't feel to me as just like like pesky hangers on right they feel like this is a really good cohesive three-man unit to me um whereas when it was just bullet club they were just pesky dickheads you know still having great matches but they were still pesky dickheads they're pesky dickheads now don't get me wrong 
you know, playing the role. I'm, they seem like very nice people. Um, it, it seems like their game has even elevated, and they are rejuvenated, and they have an extra spark just by being with Kenny Omega. I agree with you. You know, I thought that the Young Bucks were great when they were with AJ Styles. I mean, here I sit wearing my King of Trios t-shirt that I bought from Nick Jackson, you know. <laughs> just wanted to throw that out there. I, you know, I, I, I've seen them wrestle with Styles, and I thought that they had a great chemistry together. But dare I say, the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega fit together even better. And I think a lot of that has to do with their their personality and their sense of humor as well. They're just such a cohesive unit, and they just mesh together so well. And I think that was really made evident in this match. Yeah, they don't feel like hangers on. Like right. when when it was, you know, previous and they were they were you know, hanger they felt like hangers on to me. They don't feel like hangers on now. They feel this this feels like a, a three man unit. Um really and I don't want to say at the top of their game, but they're 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 a great tag team. They won tag team of the year. They they, they were you know right there with in, in our in our year end poll as well. This they were year. number two, I believe. Yeah. Right behind Red Dragon. Yeah. So, you know, at no point are they were they you know, in the past two or three years have they been anything to sneeze at. They've they've been in in the top of this game. They've they've actually taken another level. They're, they're, they've they've upped their game a little bit. Um but just it was exciting and fun and like I said, this this these these three guys right now, let's 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 not make any you know, let's not pull any punches and make no mistake. These these three are the hottest thing in pro wrestling right now. They are. Absolutely. And uh, let me ask you this question, Damon. Is your body ready for Kenny Omega versus Shibata? Oh, this was... uh, Now let's get into the match, for Christ's sake. What a fucking match this was. Yes, I am am stoked at the idea of Kenny... You know, we sat here last week, right? And we were talking about Shibata. And we were talking about, you know, sometimes he needs the right opponent. Right. And that, but yet we, we still went down the list and found, well, he's had great matches with a lot of different people. Right. So maybe we, you know, we needed to pump the brakes on that. Is Kenny Omega the perfect, perfect guy for Shibata? Right. To me, those two guys can mesh well. This, I, when I was so excited for the idea of these two having a program. Now, it might be tough right now. You know, I don't know if you're necessarily going to have the Never Belt and the and, and the Intercontinental Champion, these two guys in in a program, a long term deal. But the possibilities there, barring injuries, barring the pro wrestling, you know, hiccups that might occur. Oh fuck yes, I would do just. I I, I tweeted out, I would cut off a foot to have a long term program between Shibata and Kenny Omega. Fucking exciting for that. Yeah, so up to this point, I think we can both agree that this was the match of the night. And maybe for you, it was your match of the night in general. Um, we saw Kenny Omega get the pin on Kyle O'Reilly after Matt Jackson uh, sprayed some of the hairspray in his eyes and Omega hits the one-winged angel for the win. Uh, yeah, this was a great match, and I'm very excited about the prospects of Kenny Omega versus Shibata. Um, let me ask you this question. They're probably not going to do this, but how would you feel about a title unification match. Yes, yeah, like I said, I don't I don't see that happening. I, to me that'd be a waste of you know, you you 
you can have two great matches instead of one great match. You know what I mean? E- even though I'd be really psyched for it, um, I think I think they 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 are separate. I don't I don't think that this happens quite yet. Now, again, we, everybody you know is clamoring and talking about how guys are taking the next level, and and you know I don't see Shibata just being a never title guy. Maybe he you know maybe the the the, the title is lost somewhere down the line, and hey. We look at a, at, a, at a future program um, in, in in the summer or maybe even the, the autumn, but I'm I'm all in. And and to answer your question, for me, I like this match a lot. And 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 it was for me. I think it was the match of the night. I think it was the match of the night. All right. So moving on here to what some may have considered. A dream match. I think, Damon, I don't know. I think you might be uh, in the crowd here. We have the team of Carl Anderson and Doc Gallows taking on the Briscoe brothers. You know, I'm somewhat infamous, somewhat... um, Well-known? Well-known to not necessarily be the biggest fan of Doc Gallows. Right? I uh, I think it's a safe bet. Colin, once again, once again... Doc Gallows, Carl Anderson delivered. I thought this match was a good match. And here's the thing. There was a fire. And and again, we all know why. This is these these two nights were the last nights for for these guys. Um with Carl Anderson um you know confirming on Twitter that they were headed to to uh, NXT. Um Doc Gallows had a fire under his ass. And if, if if I saw this during the majority of his time in New Japan, guys, it, I, I, I would not have anything bad to say. Here's what I don't like in a pro wrestler. Bottom line is when you have the talent and you don't show it. And, and really, that's everything in life. Like, I got a fucking team that I got to manage, right? And, and if you don't bring it every day, then you're going to hear it from me because that's my job, right? It's not my necessarily my job to do that to, or to Huck Gallows, but you see my point, right? You got to fucking bring it. And you don't have to bring it every single day. There might be a Friday where it's like, oh, well, that's, you know, it's 2 o'clock. I'm, I'm, I'm going to, you know, call I'm it a day. Clocking out early. Yeah, I get that. Everybody has that. I'm not saying that. I have that every day. <laughs> <laughs> you're one thirty. You're like, all right, feet up. We're done. Okay. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing, too. I'm also a, a fan of, you know, if you get your work, you know, if your work's done, I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Like, like there's nothing worse to me than people just sitting at their desk, like, looking, like, pretending to shuffle paper to look busy. If your work's fucking done, your work's fucking done. You know what I mean? Maybe you need more work, but um, anyway, my point being is this, is that obviously Doc Gallows has talent. My biggest problem was there were lots of times where that talent didn't shine through right that bothers me that 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 to me that that's that that bothers me with with pro wrestling i think that Uh, we all anyone who's listening to this and you and i both saw that he had uh, a good bit of talent during his time in new japan pro wrestling it's just that um it felt like throughout the majority of his tenure there he just kind of coasted through yeah, he was playing big man and and not good big man. This year, 
I haven't had much to bitch and moan about when it came to Doc Gallows. I don't think anybody has. You know, you read a lot of reviews online, and it's it's all the same thing. If, if this Doc Gallows was was you know anywhere close to what we have right now, eh, we won't have a problem with Guns and Gallows and 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 the runs that they've had at at, at the uh, championship belt, the tag the tag straps. Nobody would, and everybody you know to to a person, no one has a problem with Carl Anderson, right? Carl Anderson is a fucking good pro wrestler. He's a good pro wrestler. I think the biggest challenge was was you know they're in these tag matches and sometimes i don't know maybe the effort wasn't always there you can only face 10 cozy so many times i I understand look they they it's not like they've been in the ring you know with with you know seidel and ricochet right but this year they've it's been it's been a good year for them it's actually been a, a good year for guns and gallows, and it's a shame that I'm saying this because that's it for them, right? This is this is their last run. This is their, their last two shows, and they're off to off to uh, Florida. So uh, it's a shame, shame we didn't see more of this. Yeah, well, we are going to see momentarily that they got to go out on a high note at least. So uh, Mark Briscoe gets the pin on Carl Anderson after hitting him with the froggy bow. And yeah, the Briscoe brothers emerge victorious over Guns and Gallows here. Yep. Uh, well, and here's the thing too. It's good, good on them for um, for lying down on the way out too, right? Yeah. They, yeah. They did the job both nights. Yeah. Good. Good. Good for them. Good. Listen, I got, I got, I got nothing but but praise for for Guns and Gallows. Uh, it's February 21st, and to me, they really haven't had a bad performance. Um, in the calendar year so far, good on them. Good, good honestly, good for them. That good. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that I don't have to go on a, a gallows rant anymore. Uh, but uh, I can't complain about this year. Good, good for them. Yeah, you know, it, 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 this is kind of uh, in a weird way, Damon. I think that Doc Gallows' last performance in New Japan Pro Wrestling kind of brings a bit of closure to this podcast and you know we're you're, done? <laughs> <laughs> well no we're not done but okay. it brings it brings some closure to um your uh your um rants that you've gone on you know since july you know it kind of it kind of ties things up nicely on a on a positive note yeah, it's bad news for Juice Robinson, but <laughs> yeah, it, it it is bad for Juice, and uh, you know I'm 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 sure that uh, our listeners have many more hate-filled diatribes from Damon McDonald to listen to in the future. Oh, listen, that, that that's I mean, listen, I'm I'm full of fucking hate. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, uh, should have heard this conversation before we hit record for Christ's sake, um, and even during. Um, so yeah, good for them. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, they're leaving on a positive note. So we, we arrive at our semi-main event here for this show. Uh, Tetsuya Naito and Jay Lethal taking on Kazushka Okada and Yoshihashi. So this continues the hottest feud in pro wrestling right now between Naito and Milano Collection AT. Uh, what do you think, Damon? Is 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 Are we going to see Milano get back in the ring against Naito? Can he even? Um, He's... You know when he when he went out he was pretty banged up. Um, I I I don't know. I'm gonna be brutally honest with you. I don't know. I can't imagine, but um, I I I don't know. I, I I don't know. The the idea isn't 
really appealing to me. Like that's what we're going to do with Naito, and I don't think that they are. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think anybody really wants to see that, do they? I mean, I kind of like it the way it is, where where it's this uncomfortableness <laughs> with Naito and and um, you know him kind of asking to have the ropes raised for him for him to get in the ring and uh, the, the the playing off each other and the uncomfortableness that ensues. But um, I I I don't. I hope not. I, I I wouldn't want to see that. So, how about when Jay Lethal? You know, he first made his uh, NJPW debut at the Tokyo Dome, right? Yeah. And eh, I, I don't think a lot of people necessarily knew who he was, but it seemed like he really developed sort of a following here at this Cork and Hall show. I mean, we heard the Let's Go Lethal chants, and uh, yeah, Jay Lethal seemed to be getting quite a bit of fan interaction here. I, here's the thing with the crowd, though. In, in Cork and Hall, crowds are the fucking greatest. I'm sorry. They are. Um, they, 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 I don't want to say they act, they, they know what's going on with, with every promotion. They really do. Um, and, you know, when we hearken back to those fantastic Amania shows, they knew the spots, they knew the chance. They they tried to act like a you know you know a, a Mexican crowd, you know, with the horns and the and the, the air horns and the, and the chants. And they did very similar things here, right? So you know the this is awesome chants and the holy shit chants and um, you know let's go this guy or let's go that guy. Um, so you know I think there is a certain degree of you know they want to show the American wrestlers coming in their appreciation by kind of emulating crowds that they're used to. Um, I know that t-shirts sold very well there, right? Cheeseburger t-shirts sold out. The Dalton Castle t-shirts sold out. Um, I'm not mistaken. Maybe the Jay Lethal ones did as well. Um, No, I think the reactions that everybody got were were positive and good. Um, I would like to see these, you know, you know, again, maybe I'm a jaded old guy, but you know, you are. Me, I, I am. But you know, just because you get your name chanted in Cork and Hall doesn't necessarily mean that you're over. You know what I mean? Did you like ever the, have your name chanted in Cork and Hall? Damon? I certainly did. They stood and applaud when I came in that building. Damon, Damon. <laughs> yeah, they were like Godzilla. <laughs> 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 they were like this fucking monster coming in our arena. Get him out. Spend, but spend some money while you're there. I certainly did. Yeah, um, so I I think that this was a good tag match. Um, we saw uh, Jay Lethal get the pin on Yoshihashi as was expected with the Lethal injection. But the biggest thing happened after this match when Jay Lethal uh, pledges his allegiance to Los Ingobernables and uh, has has the hat and the whole bit. How about it? Yeah, House of Truth and the uh, Los Ingobernables. Joining forces. Yeah. Joining forces. Uh, that means Jay Lethal will uh, now have his match quality diminished tremendously <laughs> for Ring of Honor. Uh, what, when once you have four and a half stars, you'll have three. <laughs> I hope it takes him 15 minutes to make his way to the ring now. That'd be great. Fantastic. I can hardly wait. Um, now, actually, this is kind of cool. Um, you know, it, it does help establish uh, Lethal, right? It helps uh, getting his name out there in, in front of those uh, fans in Japan. And well, I think it's a, I think it's an okay thing. Um, I'm not super excited about it, but I, I was shocked when it happened. Um, it, to me, it's a it's an odd pairing. You know, to me, it's it, it is a little strange. But um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, I, who knows? Who 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 knows? Um, but it's uh, 
uh, definitely for me, it's an odd pairing. All right, so we arrive at our main event here for the evening for the ROH World Television Championship. We have the champion Roderick Strong defending against the Stone Pitbull Tomohiro Ishii. Now, Damon, correct me if I'm wrong, but this was Roderick Strong's first appearance for New Japan Pro Wrestling. Am I right? For New Japan, yes. Um, uh, I'm, sh- I, I'm almost certain he's made a uh, he's been, been in Japan before. Um, for New Japan, yes. Um, how about? Well, first, give me your take on the match because here's here's my thought. And again, I, I did tweet this out. It takes a little bit for this match to get going. It didn't really feel like that they were on the same page at the beginning of this match. It did pick up. It did uh, deliver at the end. And, you know, you got to stick with it, though, because you could easily bail out of this match and be like, Ugh, this is this is not happening. This is, I don't know what the well, these two guys you would think on paper would would find a way to have a great match. And in the beginning, trust me, I had my questions. I had my doubts. It did pick up. It did come together. Um, and I think it was an awesome match. Uh, wasn't the best of the night. I don't think it was best of the night, but I think the finish shocked the shit out of me. I did not expect that. Well, unfortunately, um, <laughs> while I was at work that day, you know, it's such a, a, a reflex reaction for me to hit that Twitter icon on my iPhone. And not remembering that there was a show that day, I decided to check out Twitter because, you know, I like to get on there and I like to check out our PuroCast feed, see what, a, see what all of our great listeners have to say. And the very first thing was a spoiler for this match. And I was like, son of a bitch. And that was the thing that reminded me there was a show that night. Seeing, <laughs> seeing the spoiler is what reminded me that there was a show that uh, night. But uh, that didn't ruin the match for me at all. Um, you know, on paper when I saw this match, I was super stoked for it. Because I've been saying um, since we started this podcast back in July that Roderick Strong is one of the Ring of Honor guys that I would love to see in uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling more. Um, I would love to see him in this year's G1 Climax. We'll see if that happens. Um, Hopefully he did enough to impress the New Japan brass here to make that happen. But yeah, you know, this started off kind of strange. Um, Roderick Strong was acting a bit weird at the start of this match, you know, trying to play the heel. But the crowd didn't, you know, they were behind Roderick Strong here. He was getting chants, and he was super over here um, at this show. And it did take a little while to get into it, but, man, when they got into it, they delivered. I thought so. Um, did you catch Ishii's post-match presser? Uh, it has been translated. Yes, as a matter of fact, I did, and I have that in front of me right now. Why don't you read some of those quotes off? Because I think some of those were... I mean, that might be you know Ishii playing pro wrestler, um, but some of those quotes were a little telling. And 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 to me, I don't know if Roddy Strong made the impression that we all thought maybe he would. Um, again, maybe it's just Ishii playing pro wrestler, but I thought some of these quotes were kind of odd. All right, so they say to Ishii, congratulations on becoming the new champion. You took everything Strong had to give and won. And Ishii responds by saying, 
Whenever I face guys from other companies in an NJPW ring, I believe in taking everything they can throw at you. It's no big deal. Strong was blown up midway through the match. He was nothing. <laughs> That's not a ringing endorsement. But again, I think we should give full credit on uh, uh, the translation. Um, let me bring up. You, you, you know what? You continue on. I'll bring it up uh, on, on Twitter because I want to pronounce him right because he deserves full credit for this. But uh, yeah, that's a really... Um, it's not a, it's not a, that's not a positive endorsement, is it? Blown no, it up is halfway through the match. Um, it's, uh, you know, it's everyone's favorite uh, translation guy, uh, E Key Eody, uh, on Twitter. It's again at e underscore underscore k e y underscore o i d e. Um, my understanding, he lives in Japan. Um, he's the, the guy that translates a lot of the the interviews and a lot of the stuff uh, when they get on uh, the microphone. Awesome Twitter account to follow. Again, um, E underscore, uh, underscore. Why do I call it understore? Understore. I stink. Under market. <laughs> no. Uh, e underscore, K-E-Y underscore O-I-D-E on Twitter. All right. So, uh, yeah, there's a couple more quotes that were pretty telling too, right, Colin? Yeah, there was a bunch. So they continue on. Uh, the interviewer asks, so you'll be coming to America as a champion now. Your thoughts, Ishii responds. I'm not going to just fight strong. I'll fight anyone in ROH. I'll take on anyone. If their TV champ is that weak, I'll crush them all. Take the entire company down. NJPW main eventers aren't soft. I hope Sinclair Broadcasting hears this. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, yeah, and then there, that last one there, um, uh, that, that, that last quote. Yeah, um, you're the first Japanese ROH TV champion. Your thoughts on this accomplishment? Ishii replies, I don't know what value this title has, but I'll make sure it stays around my waist. Who's next? Man, was this boring. Right. Who's next? <laughs> like he's Bill Goldberg. He's the <laughs> Goldberg of New Japan. Yeah, man, was this boring. And again, uh, there was like a, a little note and a, an assumption that was presumably boringly easy uh, from what uh, E. Key has said. But uh, again, man, was this born uh, again, not, not ringing endorsements. And again, maybe he's just playing pro wrestler, but, uh, to me, uh, you know, you usually get, you know, oh, it was a tough match, fought Matt, hard fought match. I was able to take the belt, you know, fuck him, but I was able to beat him, but you know, it was still, you know, he, he didn't get a ringing endorsement. And to me, he, it, 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 again, I, I talk about meshing and, and feeling like it fit in. And again, this is his first time here and. I didn't feel it. I didn't feel that he did himself any favor on these shows. The match was good. The match was second best of the night, and I really thought it it picked up at the end. I don't know if he did himself any favors on this show. Yeah, you know, he's had better matches. I mean, Roderick Strong had a great 2015, but um, this wasn't one of his more stellar matches. And I don't know, maybe it had to do with uh, wrestling for New Japan the first time, facing a guy like Tomohiro Ishii, but um, I'm not going to let that uh, put a damper on uh, Roderick Strong's potential future in, in New Japan. I, I, I want to see some more. I don't know if it was the right opponent, and I know I've been saying that a lot too here today. Uh, again, I, I saw him have a fucking fantastic match with uh, Okada in Brooklyn, New York. Yes. Um you know, and I, and I've seen him have fantastic matches with others. He's a great pro wrestler. Roderick Strong is a great pro wrestler. I've been watching him since 2005. He he kicks ass. Yeah, and I mean, listen, I mean, I'm, I'm, we're not blowing smoke up at the guy's ass. 
He's, you know, I think everybody is is in agreement that he's a very good pro wrestler. I don't know. If, I don't know if 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 Ishii was the right guy. And and again, I'm I'm saying this with this wasn't a bad match at all. It wasn't like this match fell apart. It took a little bit to build, and when it did, it was fucking great. You had to you have to stick with it. You have to stick with this match. I don't know. It just something something maybe wasn't all there. I don't know. And and um, again, that was not a ringing endorsement. That was not a ringing endorsement. Yeah, so there you have it. Tomohiro Ishii, your new Ring of Honor World Television Champion. Now, Damon, how weird is that? How, how yeah, weird is I know. That? I know. Now, do you think that we are going to see a rematch at the TV tapings? No, no, I don't want to see a rematch. I want to see Gocho Ishii, right? Hey, the, do, do you think that'll be for the uh, TV title? Yeah, why not? Sure. Right. Absolutely. Let's let, yeah, fuck yeah. Um, it better be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on board. Well, I want it now. You know, don't, don't tease me like that. Yeah, I want. I want this. Um, you know, would would it be a bad idea? I mean, there's some talk of Goto staying in in the United States for a little bit longer. Um, I don't know if that is accurate or not, but um, you know, you know, title change here. Who knows? I mean, I don't want this to be hot potato Ring of Honor tag belt or a, a TV title. But well, we'll um, get to the hot potato titles in a moment. Yeah, um, you know, I, I I was shocked at the title change, shocked. I couldn't believe it, um, but I loved it. I thought, I thought very interesting, very cool. Uh, totally into it, and uh, yeah, that makes Las Vegas even more interesting. All right, so let's move on to the second night here of Honor Rising from Saturday, uh, February twentieth, and. Um, we're not going to spend as much time talking a lot about um, some of these matches here just because I feel that we're going to end up repeating ourselves. But l nevertheless, let's start from the bottom of the card here. Uh, this opens up with a Young Lions match, David Finley taking on Jay White. Um, this was a you know your, your typical good Young Lions match. I mean, we never really have anything bad to say about these matches. They're always solid, um, you know, uh, nothing different than we've seen before. Uh, Jay White picked up the victory here by making Finley tap out to the, uh, what I would call a lion tamer. He really had that, um, he really had him in like a vertical position. But the most interesting thing that happened here after the match is when Jay White extends his hand in uh, sportsmanship to David Finley and Finley blows him off. He walks away. Yeah, I mean, is, does that mean there's going to be uh, an extra added spice to these Young Lion matches? Possibly, yeah. Um, I saw online where, where um, Jay White has got three straight wins over Finley. So maybe, like what you were talking about earlier, of you know, maybe New Japan has a little preference. Maybe, um, maybe, maybe there is a little edge uh in, when it comes to who's getting wins and who's not getting wins and maybe that's in Jay White's favor and maybe that that plays into the story here um with uh, Finley getting a little frustrated in these singles matches but great matches always these kids deliver every fucking time they're out there it is it does sound like it's a broken record and we're not going to spend too much time on it good young lions match with the added little 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 something extra right a little something to 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 sweeten the pot this uh you know, little exchange at the end where um uh, and it could be some heat brewing and, you know, again, maybe an extra layer and an extra dynamic to these young line matches, which would make it even more fun. The next match is Jushin Thunder Liger and Matt Seidel taking on Ghetto and Delirious. We saw Seidel pick up the win for his team here by hitting the shooting star press on Ghetto. Um, not 
a ton to talk no. about in this match. No, it was a, it was a literally a mixture of the first two matches from night one, right? So so put these guys together, and um, it's it's it, yeah, I can't, you, uh, yeah, I I can't even make up things to be like it was a match that they had easy peasy pro wrestling. Next match featured Frankie Kazarian taking on Dalton Castle. And I have to say, I enjoyed this Kazarian uh, versus Dalton Castle match um, better than the Kazarian versus Kushida match from night one. Okay. What what were the things that you took away from this? Because for me, it was uh, Kazarian, once again, kind of doing his heel uh, work, his, his uh, American-style heel work. Uh, Castle doing his shtick, um, I wasn't I wasn't feeling it. Yeah, Castle d- did his shtick, but I think that he showed us um, a lot more in ring offense in this match than you know he got to show uh, the night before from the uh, opening tag match. Um, Dalton Castle wrestled more here, in my opinion. He really showed what he can do, and he picked up the win here. Uh, with kind of like a, a tilt-the-world reverse face-buster uh, pinning Kazarian. So, yeah, I, I was I was impressed with Dalton Castle's performance here. He showed that he can wrestle. I, I, well, let's, 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 let's also make no bones about this either. Dalton Castle can wrestle. Dalton Castle's a good wrestler. Um, it, it, it's the gimmick that, that you know, just I, I don't have, you know, a lot of – I don't even see a lot of positive feelings. It just doesn't do anything for me, and that's perfectly cool because it does a lot for for a lot of people. So, uh, good for him. The match was it wasn't terrible. I mean, like like when I say a match isn't that good, it, it does. It basically means that it's just not my thing. And it wasn't terrible in the sense of their botched moves and fuck ups, and it you know it wasn't like it was a divas match for Christ's sake, but um. Yeah, it was there. It You've was seen in... your fair share of uh, Divas matches oh, this past for weekend. For fuck's sake, Colin. The, that NXT show was the drizzling shits. I don't care what anybody says. I, I mean, I get it was a house show in, in Philadelphia. This show was really... There were fucking three Divas matches. Three of them. Holy shit how these people could sit through this. Luckily, tickets were like... I got them on StubHub. They were like nine bucks. So it wasn't like I spent a fortune on them. But, whew, wee, what a fucking... Ugh, did, they, did they make an announcement over the PA that Damon McDonald from the PuroCast was in the house? Yeah, well, that, listen, there were a lot of new Japan. Here's the one thing about it, and and this is unlike any other shows that I that I get to. And I go to my fair share of shows. The dynamic at an NXT show is really weird in the sense that there's a, it's a lot of couples, right? A lot yeah. of guys. It's a lot of couples, a lot of younger couples. The second thing is, dude, I felt like I was at a fucking concert. The fucking weed was everywhere. <laughs> I, I kid you not. Listen, I, I've, I've been to ECW Arena at its height, and the beer was flowing. I never smelled weed like I smelled at this NXT show. Uh, you know, it, it is definitely a 20-something crowd. It's definitely a black t- T-shirt, goatee-wearing crowd. Um, but there were a lot of couples, a lot of girls. Um, not cute girls. I mean, not for nothing. And... Uh, with ugly uh, looking boyfriends, no it doubt. It really was. It really was. I I, I still don't get that one. Really but. but whatever. Um, but the weed was everywhere, dude. The weed was fucking everywhere. Couldn't believe it. Well, I was laughing my ass off because I was like, I feel like I'm at a concert. Um, definitely a different dynamic uh, pro wrestling crowd. But uh, yeah, the show itself. Oh, fucking. 
shit. It was garbage. Really terrible. Really fucking awful. Dude, Alex Riley. Alex fucking Riley against Sami Zayn. A Rye. Uh, you're going to get Sammy's. Uh, what? Why am I bitching and moaning? Who cares, right? Right? Who cares? F- fucking terrible show. All right. Here uh, we go. Next match here Bad Luck Fale, Tamatanga, Doc Gallows, and Carl Anderson taking on the team of Red Dragon, Shibata, and Goto. How about the, the you know, to further stir the pot here, Shibata giving Goto a little mm-hmm. kick saying, hey, buddy, get your shit together. Get your head on screwed, right? Get your head mm-hmm. screwed on, right? Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. Very interesting. Uh, you know, listen, maybe we see Goto Shibata down the road. Who knows? We'll never title fun. Um, yeah, that was good. Um, listen, this was this was the swan song, right? I yep. think uh, the thing that I will rem- remember most of this match is uh, the end. Gallows gets uh, smashed, right? Yep. Uh, Shibata what? hits him with the penalty kick for the one, two, three. Right. And it was a really nice send off. Look, you're looking at you're looking at Carl Anderson guy who you know lived at the dojo you know he was um he went through the ranks and he was ghetto's boy there for a while yeah he um he's he's you know it it was it meant something to him it absolutely meant something to him you know you could tell when he was uh in that ring and even gallows you know it looked like gallows was starting to well up a little bit you know it's it's uh they made a lot of money in new japan and they and they and they helped you know we talk about nakamura and how Nakamura was the bridge between a lot of Western eyes and and the product in Japan. You gotta you gotta tip your hat and give a give a lot of that to to the Bullet Club, and you gotta give a lot of that to Carl Anderson. Um, he worked his way up. He's had great matches. You know when G One season came around, he was a guy that had his fucking working boots on. Um, you can't you can't say anything bad about Carl Anderson. He's he's a fucking pros pro, f- solid in the ring. Um, and you know, wishing the best, and you, and you could tell it was emotional for him. Um, the the final curtain call, the bows, um, the Bullet Club paying respect again, you know, the kind of in the ring, the final uh, two sweet. It was good, very good. Uh, happy for him, and uh, hey, look, I hope uh, and I wish nothing but the best for for both of them. Honestly, for both of them, I really do. I re- I, re- I honestly do. Do do do. I'm I'm am I thrilled that I never have to see a shitty Guns and Gallows match again? Yeah, but I said it earlier. They had a. They've had a great, you know, 2016 in the, in New Japan. Yeah. Well, at, at least we still have uh, Ten Cozy versus Nagata and Nakanishi to look forward to. So you know, count your blessings. <laughs> I, I am. I'm count, I like. I like a, a little Nagata. I like a little Nagata Nakanishi. Sure. Why not? Yeah, no. No. Stuff. Seriously, though, what you were saying though, you know, I, I wish them all the, the uh, success in the world. I hope they make a ton of money working yeah. for Vince. Yep. Yep. Uh, you know, what else can I say? Good, good, good for them. Yep, good for them. So we move on to our next match here with the team of Moose and Kushida taking on Naito and Bushi. I'll tell you what, I really got a kick out of uh, Kushida on on Moose's shoulders during the entrance, doing <laughs> doing the Moose and gesture. Yep, sorry, good. No, no, good. Uh, uh, yeah, the, the, I'm sorry, I cut you off there. The Moose gesture. Um, Look, I'm not saying that the Moose gesture, you know, that everybody wasn't doing it. That's good. That's awesome. Good, good for good for Moose, um, Kushida. I, 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 there is something that I really like about like super heavyweight and junior heavyweight tag teams. I, I think I always think that they're really fun. Uh, Naito Bushi once again. Uh, I, I like this match. I didn't, I didn't think it. I, I, 
you know, there's a lot of components in there where that you could look at and be like, oh, this, this might not be a Damon McDonald special, but I didn't think it was bad. this was bad. The Damon McDonald special. That sounds like something you would order from the local deli down oh, the street. I better have fucking pastrami <laughs> on. I love a good pastrami. Um, good. No, I, I, I liked it. I liked the match. Um, yep. We what, saw what Moose hit uh, Bushi with the big spear, and that's that. Yeah. Yeah, and I know we're not spending a lot of time on that, but that that's really what it was. Um, you know, Moose did his thing. He got got his Moose chance in. Kushida did his thing with with Bushi. Naito was Naito. That's really what it was. All right, our next match we had Michael Elgin, Roderick Strong, and Hiroshi Tanahashi taking on Tomohiro Ishii, Yoshihashi, and Kazushika Okada. Damon, I have to say. Michael Elgin and Yoshihashi have the weirdest chemistry. I swear to God, those two have just this strange chemistry in the ring together. And remember when they had that that uh, match at the G1 Climax Finals? Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. a great match. That was a great Yoshihashi match. I mean, how many of them can you name off the top of your head? For some reason, when he's in the ring with Elgin, like Elgin brings out the best in Yoshihashi. Yoshihashi had a good match here. I thought I thought his interactions, just like you said, with Elgin was really something nice, and also with Tanahashi. They spent a lot of time in the ring together. It leads me to believe that there, there might be something up there, um, whether it be you know New Japan Cup, whether it be I'm not saying a program or anything, but I don't know. I kind of, you know I I, I you know, got to call a spade a spade. And Yoshihashi, he really worked hard in this match. He really fucking did. And again with Elgin. With Tanahashi, I, I thought he did really well. I was I was actually impressed with Yoshihashi. Yeah, so we saw Elgin uh, give him the buckle bomb into the Revolution Elgin bomb for the win. And uh, you know, how about uh, Ishi Ishii and uh, Roderick Strong at the end of this match have having a bit of a scuffle there? Yeah, it was weird because you know the night before. Roddy was working his heel gimmick, right? He was he was definitely, you know, trying to be the heel. And in this match, he's coming out with with the you know you, you can't get two bigger baby faces in in New Japan. So I kind of thought that was weird. Yeah, uh, yeah, they tried to to, to, to further that um, storyline between those two guys, and and I don't know. I just don't I don't know for some reason. I just don't feel Roddy strong in that role against Ishii. I don't know. Um, I'm yeah. willing to give them another shot. I I, oh, I would like I would like to see the rematch. Yeah, why not? I mean, again, they're two great pro wrestlers. I just don't. I, once again, I, I've said it a lot during this show, and it just felt like, you know, sometimes you get into that fire pro wrestling kind of mentality of throwing guys together that, you know, are strange on paper, but you know, sounds awesome. I don't know. Some of the times, I just didn't think that it was a, it was a good mix, a good mesh, and, um, and I still think it's kind of weird. The uh, Roddy Strong, Ishii uh, tie-in. Yeah, you know, it. you could take, you know, two of the most prolific, greatest songwriters in the world and stick them together. It doesn't mean that they're necessarily going to, you know, um, craft the greatest song or the greatest album of all time. And that kind of goes the, the, the same for pro wrestlers. I mean, maybe Roderick Strong and Ishii, as great of wrestlers as they are, perhaps they just don't have the best chemistry together. However, can that be worked on? I think it can, and I'm looking forward to the rematch. So, yeah, there you go. I think uh and I think there's a lot of there's there's a lot of heat now for this match, and I think it's something that people want to see. 
Yeah. Yeah. Did you see uh, uh, Roddy Strong's response to to all those quotes? He, like, he could suck my eggplant or something. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Like he, had, he had, like, an eggplant emoji. Um, look, I, 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 we're sitting here talking like this wasn't a good match. It was a fucking fine pro wrestling match. Um, again, I just... I just think the, the styles are, are a little weird, but okay, cool. All right, our semi-main event for the evening for the never six-man tag team championships, the elite Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks taking on the Briscoes and Toru Yano. By the way, I'm always going to say the elite before I announce their names now. Okay. Well, listen, it's fitting. I just want to make that perfectly clear. Yeah, don't call them the four horsemen. That'd be weird. (laughs) (laughs) Very odd. There's only three of them. So how about Kenny Omega strolling down to the ring with a little New Day t-shirt on? I thought that that was pretty hilarious. Yeah, I know that there's some online banter. Uh, I think Xavier Woods. I I know they did a pro... like a like a video together and you know, somebody well, maybe can help clue me in, but like, I thought that was kind of odd that you're wearing a new day t-shirt. So basically, and I, and I haven't watched this, but we all know that Kenny Omega um, is a big video game guy. And so is Austin Creed, AKA Xavier Woods. And he has this YouTube show about video games. I think it's called up, up, down, down. And I think that uh, Kenny Omega may have been on that show and they have some sort of rivalry going on. Um, I'm not sure about the specifics of it because I don't watch the show, but I think that's what it stemmed from. And Kenny Omega said that he's going to get Austin Creed. Mm, yeah, I, I, like I said, I saw that and um, I heard the reference, but I wasn't sure exactly what it was. I, I Like I said, I knew that they had some kind of uh, video online. Or, I don't know. I'm, I'm talking out my ass right now because I'm not really knowledgeable on the video games. Um, I yeah. really enjoyed this match, team, and I thought that this was great fun. Um, we saw Yano take uh, a lot of heat for, felt like most of the match. Yano got the shit kicked out of him um, before he made the uh, hot tag to one of the Briscoes. And boy, we saw some cool spots in here, did we not? We did. And, and you know what? I think we overlooked two who had two great nights, at least very good nights, were the Briscoes. The Briscoes yeah. once again did very well for themselves, and and uh, you know if you're if you're ranking some of the guys coming over uh, from Ring of Honor to these New Japan shows, I think I think the Briscoes have got to be at the top of the list when it comes to you know they're making the most of the time that they have in New Japan. The Briscoes had a and this match in particular did very well for themselves here. One of my favorite uh, kind of funny spots during this match was when Yano gave all of them the nut shot, and then uh, I, I think it was Matt Jackson. He has he has the the hairspray, and he's spraying all, all their balls. balls. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, uh, and listen, I, you know, there were some things that you're just like, oh, you know, the uh, you know when you, you know, the, the can is in the ring, and, and you know the kick out occurs with a spray to the face. Um, and you know, come on, the refs were right there. <laughs> you know, come on. Um, well, I guess we got to address the elephant in the room, don't we, Colin? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I was gonna say, Damon. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. But yeah, hey, uh, me, so- I'm the elephant. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure I'll have no trouble trouble spotting you at the uh, airport. Hey, listen, pal. Um, <laughs> yeah, so no, I'm, I'm, I'm just joking, of course. I kid, uh, I kid. So we saw uh, the Bucks hit the uh, double indie taker on the Briscoes, and then we saw a uh, a triple more bang for your buck with Omega also joining in, and uh, they uh, p- 
Pinano for the win. And, you know, these these never open weight titles, they have existed since January 4th, 2016. And we are already on our fourth champions. <laughs> We've said it. That, listen, if they're going to do this, right, if this was if this was the idea with these belts that they that they were going to be the, these hot potato belts and they were going to just you know they were going to you know they could be defended and not necessarily defended but they you know they could switch and and switch hands at any time if they were going to do this go all in right we sat we sat here and said if they're going to do it do it boy are they ever fucking doing it <laughs> they're doing it more than I come when they got the pin right. It, it literally took me at least four or five seconds for it to register that, oh, my God. I know. They fucking won the belts. I didn't even didn't know. They the match. They won the belts. As I was watching this, I forgot that, like, this was a title match because I, fo- I forgot the belts existed. Me too. I swear to God. And they they, they, they give them, they hand over the never uh, six-man belts. And I'm thinking, oh, my God. They just won the fucking belts. They are doing. The, the, listen, they're going all in. And God, God fucking bless New Japan Pro Wrestling, right? I mean, think about this. We talked about Kenny Omega and how they're, they're going all in. These never belts are exactly the same thing. They're going all in, and it has gotten it's, – it's not ridiculous anymore. It's not ridiculous anymore because in the beginning I was like, this is fucking – this is crazy. This is ridiculous. It's not ridiculous anymore. It's becoming quite fucking fun, right? I, I, I really want to see somebody successfully defend. That would be nice. But um, it does make things more interesting in a sense of, you know, you really don't know if the belts are going to change hands. And here's the thing. The, the, the statue of the belts, you know, the importance of the belts and the titles, and, and that's, that's it's really not important at this point. Really, it's about making these undercards somewhat interesting in the sense of, hey, maybe you do see a title change. Who cares about the fucking title at, at this point? It's, hey, who's, <laughs> anybody can win. Something's uh, up for grabs here. Something is absolutely up for grab, grabs. I can't believe they fucking did it again. But, hey, we said it. If they're going to go all in, they they are going all in. And and, and what perfect, can, can, can you think of three more perfect wrestlers to hold these titles right now than Omega and the Bucks? Again, add it to the add it to the list, add it to the list of getting these motherfuckers over Omega and the Young Bucks. Boy, oh boy! Once again, you know we're gonna get, we're we're not gonna give Kenny Omega one title. We're gonna get him two belts. Uh, they're they're going all in. Love it. I'm I'm totally into it. Um, totally into the the two uh, uh, the Young Bucks right now. Total totally in. And what this does is once again. It makes this Las Vegas, show. you know, we, we, I don't know if we did talk about this, but I definitely had the thought of uh, you know, maybe a month or so back when we were talking about this Las Vegas show and, and the idea of Nakamura not being there. And yeah, there were going to be, you know, a couple of uh, New Japan guys. And not that I wasn't looking forward to it because, you know, I was, I wanted to go, but it was like, okay, this, this, not this is going to be a throwaway show, but it's going to be all right, you know. This fucking lineup is turning into something special here. You know, we heard about the Moose and the Okada, and we kind of were like, oh, my God. Well, at least I was. The oh. Moose and the Okada. Like, they're <laughs> they're two exotic animals. It's the name of my new album. <laughs> the Moose and the Okada. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, thank you for that. But, but, oh, my pleasure. Uh, I got plenty more where that came from. Um, 
now we're looking at a title defense, right? Because we got Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, going against Matt Seidel, ACH, and Kushida. How interesting is that now? These titles can change hands at any time, Colin. I know, I know, and 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 we're gonna we're gonna go through that card uh, very briefly here in a moment. But uh, we have one more match to talk about here with this honor rising show, and it is for the ROH World Championship. Jay Lethal defending his title against Tomoaki Honma. Um, I thought that this was a, a good match. It wasn't blow away or anything. Um, the biggest thought that I had uh, during this match, and I think that it kind of stems from uh, actually Daniel Bryan's retirement. You know, um, concussions have been uh, the talk of the pro wrestling world um, ever since he announced his retirement on Twitter. And man, when I see Holma doing that top rope Kokeshi onto the outside, man, that, that's got to be taking a toll on him. I mean, there's... There's no way that it's not. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's it's you know, fall from that height. I don't care who you are. I don't care, and and it's not even the concussions that worry me. Because, but I, I'm, you know, I'm sure it's jarring. It's his hips. You know what I mean? Like he lands on his hip every fucking time. Um, again, I, we said it before. I'll, I'll pay. I'll, I'll contribute to the GoFundMe for the hip replacement because he's going to fucking need it. Um, yeah, I kind of feel the same way. Um, the match was okay. Um, I, I hated the finish. I didn't like the finish. There was no need for it. Just fucking pin Hanma. Right? Who, what, would, would anybody be upset if Jay Lethal pinned Hanma? No. I, I, th- that's what I thought was going to happen. I thought he was going to pin him cleanly with the lethal injection, and that's it. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought that's, that was the reason why he was in the match. What other reason would he be in the match you know, wrestling Jay Lethal. It's perfectly okay for him to lose this match. Um, you, you know, and he did, but, you know, just with shenanigans. That's know. the one cool thing that I will say about these shows is that where else are you going to see see Jay Lethal defend the ROH world title against Honma? Like, right. you're not going to see that anywhere else but here. Right, you know, that's, that's, that's the, that, like, again, that fire pro wrestling mentality that I was talking about, which is, it, it, it is cool. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't work. Um, I thought the match was fine. I didn't like the finish. I'm tired of Los Ingobernables. I'm tired of the mist, right? I, mean, I know we that saw we, some mist here. We did see mist and a little bit of post-match, shena- post-match shenanigans. Um, and again, I think that whole thing made Hanman look weak, didn't it? Like, so he loses the match, right? Yeah, what, what's, what's Lethal's finish? Um, the Lethal Injection, lethal. which, which uh, well, he calls know. out before he hits it. He really does. So he does a little springy do off the off the ropes. You know, the handstand, you know, bounce off the ropes. Boom. It's the ace cutter there. <laughs> yeah. And then, so then Los Ingobernables in the ring. Uh, they extend their hand as if, you know, I'm looking to join. It kind of felt like that wouldn't make any sense because he's in a tag team with Makbay and... I don't know. Dominicans. Where the hell was Makabe, by the way, to come out and help his tag team partner? Um, he's in Vegas. I don't know where he's at. Where is he? I don't he? think he's in Vegas. No, he's not in Vegas. Um, I, I guess, I guess he question. was filming a cooking show. Maybe. A Maybe baking he's show. Some, some sweets, some delicious sweets. Um, so that happens. His hands extended. Uh, and then he actually shakes his hand, but then gets uh, double crossed by Bushi and lethal ducks. Bushi's behind him. Bushi uh, sprays the mist. 
uh, and that's that, and then a beat down on Hanma. So, to me, uh, I don't know. I don't know what surface, uh, what surface, what purpose. <laughs> I'm getting my words mixed up. What purpose or what surface? What surface it purposed? Um, I don't know what purpose it served uh, for that. To me, it just made him look. Uh, like a, as as your boy Brian Alvarez would say, a geek. Yeah, he looked like a like a stupid geek. He did look like a geek. Um, wasn't wasn't a fan of that. So uh, that aside, I thought the match was okay. Um, wasn't spectacular. Wasn't great. I don't think anybody will be talking about this come year end. But uh, a good match nonetheless. So before we go on to uh, briefly preview this upcoming Ring of Honor 14th anniversary card. Here is my final uh, thoughts for these two Honor Rising shows. Um, to me, th- uh, these shows weren't anything that you needed to necessarily go out of your way to see. However, I do think that they were two great, what I, what I would call um, great rainy day wrestling shows that, you know, if you don't have anything going on, you're kind of sitting around the house on a rainy day. These are These are two fun shows to watch. Yeah, I would say that these shows were fair to partly cloudy, um, uh, you know, some glimmers of uh, uh, of uh, sun, a couple of rainbows, maybe even sprinkled in there. Um, boy, I'm, isn't this and some awesome shooting how, stars. Yeah, and some very good, Colin. It's like this whole meteorology thing we got going on here. Um, but yeah, it's an easily digestible pro wrestling show. Um, I would say that there's enough here to keep you you going. Here's the thing: it's not a bad show. It's this is these neither of these two are bad shows. Um, they're not blow away shows, but good shows. And it keeps. Here's another thing: it keeps New Japan running. They, they they've they've had a strong year. They really haven't had any duds when it comes to shows. This is this was these were good shows, not great shows, with a sprinkling of. Uh, some really great stuff and some good angles and some good storylines. So I would recommend them. I, I would, yeah, I would, I would definitely recommend them. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, let's move on here and give a, give a preview of this ring of honor 14th anniversary card, which is going to take place live on pay-per-view from Las Vegas, Nevada from Sam's town casino. Um, I think that this is going to air uh, 9 PM Eastern. So uh, bell time in Vegas is going to be 6 PM. And uh, let's just briefly go through the card here. Um, so we've got Ishii versus Goto, right? Which I, we can assume is going to be for the uh, ROH world television championship. H- how sure. excited are you for this? F- Listen, number one, we sit here and bitch and moan about, how New Japan might not always give us the singles matches, right? Fucking tags, fucking tags, fucking tags, right? Now, we, we, we got ourselves a singles match between two New Japan guys who, and, and here's the thing, go back and watch Ishii and Goto. They've had plenty of great matches in G1. Uh, you're not going to be disappointed. They're not going to be disappointed in this. Uh, I, and I and, and and add an extra layer of the, of the TV title being involved. Nah, this is going to be good. I'm super looking forward to this. All right, we also have uh, IWGP Heavyweight Champion the Rainmaker Kazushika Okada taking on Moose. Um, I think that I, I I am oddly excited for this match, and I was looking forward to it from the day it was first announced. I mean, I know a lot of people, including yourself, Damon, were like, what? They're bringing Okada all the way over to the States to wrestle Moose. I think that this is going to be a lot of fun. It, it reminds me 
of a like a like a flair Nikita Koloff in the sense that this could be a really good match. Yes, Okada is going to have to do a lot of the heavy lifting here, right? He's a guy that can do it, right? If 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 there's anybody that can do this, it's Okada, right? Does it on a all right? So listen, let's go. Let's let's rewind a little bit. Goto and Ishii, scale of one to ten. Eight. I'm ten. I'm fucking. I'm balls in ten. This. I'll tell you what, Colin. I'm more excited to see if he pulls it off. If fucking Okada pulls this off, and 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 Moose does what he has to do, keep it athletic, power moves, uh, you know, show some some flashes. Don't get anything too complicated. Let let Okada do all the, the heavy lifting. This could be a good match, and that's what I'm interested in seeing. Well, Damon, think think about this. Here here is why I have the utmost confidence in our boy Okada to do this. Tenru couldn't walk, and Okada yep. dragged a match out of him. Maybe it wasn't That's the best point. match, but it was a match. That's a good point. That's a good point. I mean, listen, it, it is an all-time fucking legend. So, but yeah, physically he was, you know, nowhere. Yeah, you, you listen, it's a good point, Colin Miller. That's a good point, Colin Miller. Okada was the the Jesus to Tenru's Lazarus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> For those listen. of you who are biblically versed. Good, God. God, literally, God bless you. Um, I'm going to give this a solid eight. Yeah, I, I, I give I'm, this I'm one an eight. an eight as well. I'm an eight, and and again, because I want to see if he pulls it off. If he, I'm, I'm I'm rooting for him. But this is this is like I said, it reminds me of Nikita Flair in the sense that Nikita was just, you know, a little green, a little mon- but it was a monster, and Flair able to have some decent stuff at him. So we'll see. Um, yeah, that's that's where I'm at for that. All right, the next match, we have the Briscoes versus Tanahashi and Michael Elgin. I'm super excited. I think this is going to be a great match. It, it has on paper, yes. Again, this, this is a perfect night. It's a perfect night for Hiroshi Tanahashi to have his mind on the roulette table, right? <laughs> and some, uh, some uh, Korean barbecue. Across town, some Mongolian uh, chops. Mongolian chops. I can't wait. I can't, dude. We're we're doing fucking Korean barbecue, man. I, have I'm, you ever had I'm Korean there. barbecue? No, have I never you? have. Oh, this place is really good. Um, yeah, they have this humongous grill. They, they bring out these fucking food never ends, and it looks like ah, oh, this. Trust me, the food never ends, and you'll just be like, holy shit, and we're gonna get drunk, and we're gonna fucking have a good time at Korean barbecue. Uh, so, but this might be a night where. Hiroshi Tanahashi might want to have in his mind of, I don't want to say take a night off, but you know this this would be it. Now it is Hiroshi Tanahashi who never has the idea of taking a night off in a big spot. I don't want to get hate mail being like, oh, dude, what he's in a six man, he don't do shit. I get it. I'm in a bigger spot, you know, but this might be it. This might he might have to. So, am I looking forward to this? Absolutely. I think the Briscoes, Michael Elgin, doing a lot of the heavy lifting. Tanahashi coming in when he needs to for a little spice. I'm excited for it. It's you know it's it's a it's a seven on my book, but uh, we'll see how it ends up. You know we'll see how uh, we'll see how it fares. This next match is a six man tag match, and if if this isn't a Colin Miller match, and I don't know what is, this is a solid ten for me right here. The Young Bucks and Kenny Omega taking on Kushida, ACH, and Reborn Matt Seidel. Yes, I'll, I'll give it a nine. I, I can't imagine this not being 
a Colin Miller special. Uh, this is I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to uh, I'm gonna have to hold you down on this one. I'm gonna have to strap you into the chair because you're gonna be fucking. You, know, you can't take your pants off in this fucking arena, right? Sam's Town, but you can't can't get crazy. Pants got to stay on. I'm gonna be too sweeting the young bucks <laughs> and omit. You're, you're you're gonna be embarrassed. I might be. I'll be drunk. I don't care. Um, yeah, go for it, man. This, 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 is, this is the time. This is the time and the place because I think this match is going to be uh, ridiculously awesome. And here's the thing. All I want to do is pick up one of those new fucking Kenny Omega t-shirts because they are rad as hell. The 8-bit thing. Oh, fucking great t-shirt. Great t-shirt. I'm all in on that one. Uh, the next match was supposed to be for the ROH World Television Championship. But, of course, since Ishii is the new champion, it will not be. We have Roderick Strong taking on Bobby Fish. I assume this match is still going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, they've, they've had a little uh, little program for a while now, uh, Fish and and, uh, and Roddy Strong. Uh, I'm into this. I'm, I'm, I'm into it. Uh, I, I'd give it a 7. I think it's going to be a great match. Two great workers in the ring. Yeah, why not? Let's do it. I'll give it a 7. We also have a Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championship match with the champions War Machine defending against the All Night Express. You know, I, I only recently found out that the All Night Express was back together. Yeah, yeah, they came, they I think it was on a sh- the shot sh- oh boy, I cannot get my mouth and my brain working, which is par for the course. Um yeah, I think they had a uh, reunion in Chicago, if I'm not mistaken, at the same show that Michael Elgin and Watanabe had their match. Um, yep, back together. Um, Are you a fan of Rhett nah, Titus and Kenny King? Uh, honestly, I mean, to say I'm not a fan, it's not like I hate them, but that they, that they're not, you know, they're not. I like War Machine. Um, I would probably say though, this match, I'm probably giving a five. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm with you there. Four or five for me. But hey, ooh, and, hey, and when we listen, I'm not even saying it's it's going to be a bad match at the end of the day. Just for me personally, getting psyched up for it, uh, probably a five. And I will note that it is a no DQ match, so uh, that'll uh, that'll add an interesting element to it. Here's the thing: don't brawl in the fucking crowd. That's all I ask. Yeah, please. Because I, I hate that. I fucking hate. Bro- They're gonna do it. They're don't gonna ask me to move. <laughs> They're gonna do that. I know. Really. Don't. I really. I don't want to run for my fucking life. You know what I mean? I don't want to. Last thing I want to do, uh, which means they're going to brawl right in front of us. <laughs> Please don't. And the main event of the evening, a triple threat match for the ROH World Championship. The champion, Jay Lethal, defending against Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly. Damon, I think that we could be in store for a title change. Maybe. Um, I, I, all I know is you got three fucking great workers in the ring at the same time. Um, I was there for, uh, Cole and O'Reilly, um, at the, the last pay-per-view in Philadelphia, um, which was an outstanding fucking match. Um, I'm into this match, Colin. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm nine. I'm nine. I'm a 10 for this. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I'm standing at a 10. I, I'm. I might be. <laughs> um, I'm in. Uh, I, I'm. I'm. I'm excited for this. This, Colin. This show up and down the lineup is a fantastic show. I, know. I mean, and I'm, I'm not just saying that. Uh, no one who listens to the show. Uh, I would say flat out, if there was shit, it, it was shit. This this match or this show on paper, and even the TV tapings the next night, they got a couple really solid matches out you know um there as well so no 
I'm totally into this. Uh, I think this is well worth the money spent for a, a pay-per-view, guys. Um, you, you, you know, check it out. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm super stoked to be going. And uh, we'll have coverage. I'm sure Colin will, will take care of the Twitter box. And uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll have our coverage there. And a lot of exciting things coming out of that show for the PureCast. Yeah, so again, uh, you can watch the show live on Pay-Per-View Friday, February 26th. Uh, you can order it on Pay-Per-View. You can order it on iPay-Per-View on Ring of Honor Wrestling, uh, com. And yeah, it, it, it should be a killer show, and I'm so happy that uh, I decided to uh, pull the trigger, buy the airfare, and head out to Las Vegas. Um, also, uh, we just want to make note that the... Um, Lionsgate show. The first Lionsgate show is happening on New Japan World. I believe that takes place on the twenty fourth, right? Wasn't it the twenty fourth? Yeah, the twenty the twenty fourth or the twenty fifth. So um, we're not going to get a chance to watch that right away, but um, we certainly will try and make time to watch that and uh, talk about it on the next edition of the PuroCast. So well, just... we can do we, we can do that one when we're uh, you know, eating some barbecue. We'll uh... yeah, sure. <laughs> we'll have the iPad out and everything. Yeah, we'll have the Mongolian well. chops going. We'll have the Lion's Gate. It'll be good times. Yeah. Uh, well, here's the thing. Um, I don't know if we do a full review on that show. Maybe we do. Maybe we don't. Um, I think at, at the very least, if there's anything hot coming out of it, we'll know about it and we'll talk about it. And we'll, we'll make sure we catch something that's hot. But, you know, if it's just a standard show, I mean, I don't know if we're going to go match by match. But uh, listen, it'll be in there. It's this week. So uh, I think it's important that we talk about it. Um, it is Thursday, February 25th. OK, so Thursday. OK, yeah. So we will be. uh I can't see us. Listen, we're going to be in Vegas, guys. Give give us a fucking break, you know. <laughs> yeah, cut, cut us <laughs> some slack. Nothing. Cut us some slack. We're going to miss our fucking show from Shinjuku Face. Uh, yeah, cut us some slack. Yeah, so we'll definitely uh, keep you posted on that on our uh, our Twitter and our Facebook. And you know, once again, I just want to thank all the great listeners for uh, giving us your five star ratings on iTunes, giving all of your positive reviews. We appreciate it more than you know. Um, we want to thank all the great listeners who uh, listen to us on the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. As always, you can subscribe to their podcast feed, and you can also subscribe directly to ours. And if you do that. You get each and every brand new PuroCast episode delivered instantaneously like magic to the device of your choosing. Of course, remember, like us on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash New Japan PuroCast, and follow us on Twitter at PuroCast. Damon, is there anything else you would like to add before we wrap this one up? Yeah, let's do with this. Um, so for us, again, we're traveling out, um, and I know that there's a lot of people that are also going to be in las vegas nevada for this show uh there's some people that are on the classic japanese board there's uh, some of our followers actually and, and listeners um that are uh, heading out to vegas and uh, that are in the area so if you are in the area please by all means stop by and, and uh, say hello we would love to see you um and i'm not just saying that i'm actually uh, it's a heartfelt thing and usually it's not usually it's leave me alone i don't want to talk to you <laughs> Because you're and a miserable human being. I don't well, listen. What are you? Listen. Call call it what you will. Um, I have a box uh, of friends, and sometimes that's uh, overflows. And uh, um, but I'm opening the box. <laughs> well, I'm opening my box for you, everyone. So Ooh. I know. 
Um, so again, all kidding aside, uh, hit us up on uh, Twitter. Let us know where you're at. Maybe we can meet up, share a couple drinks, talk a little pro grabs, and uh, have a good time at this Ring of Honor show. And if uh, you're lucky so. enough, if you're lucky enough, you can be there when Damon has the 10-gallon hat on and he is doing the <laughs> shuck and jive Juice Robinson punches in the bar, if yeah. you're lucky enough. Yeah, and you're blowing mist. That should be hot. Oh, I can't wait to blow some mist. <laughs> I know you can't. Um, that's my nickname, by the way, mist, in case you didn't know. Um, With a Y. Well, <laughs> I'm sure there's a stripper with that name of Mist, don't you think? Don't you well, think I, I, I was referencing the video game, but uh, uh, there probably is. Yeah, now dancing the hot Mist. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you what, if there is, I'm popping. I'm throwing 20s. <laughs> I'm, throwing, <laughs> I'm, I'm throwing 20s. I'm making it rain. Um, no, but anyway, hey, guys, if you're there in the area, by all means, hit us up, up, up on the uh, Twitter box. And, uh, yeah, we'll make it happen. Be It'll be a fun weekend, and uh, we hope to see you out there. And Mr. Meltzer is going to be there as well. So hopefully we'll I run understand. into him. That's that is that is uh, I did uh, have that word sent to me. So uh, I just want to get a picture taken with Melts. I think that'd be awesome. Don't you? Yeah, yeah. That that that, that is one of my uh, life's ambitions. You know. Uh, listen, uh, he's a legend. I, I think it'd be rad. You know, I think it'd be pretty cool. I I, I don't think I've ever met him. So uh, you know, maybe that'd be the case. So Big Dave, if you're listening, uh, first rounds on me, champ. Alrighty, so with that being said, we'll see you guys. Hopefully, we'll see you guys, uh, some of you guys out in Las Vegas for the big Ring of Honor 14th anniversary show. And if not, we'll catch you right here uh, next week. Uh, hopefully, same time, same place on the New Japan PuroCast. So for Damon McDonald, I am Colin Miller. We'll catch you guys later. Here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. Did you know that most vitamin D3 supplements come from sheep's wool? I'm Kat, founder of Ritual. We're making traceability the new standard for the supplement industry. When I was pregnant, I couldn't find a multivitamin I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested, and clean label project certified. Oh, and our vitamin D3? It comes from sustainably harvested lichen from England, not sheep. Trace for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast.